All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Welcome into the Colts Daily Update on a Tuesday. Very busy Tuesday for the Colts. I'm Matt Taylor with you until about 6.15 tonight. Training camp and the preseason are over. And today the Colts made their initial 53-man roster. They had to do so by 4 o'clock today. So the Colts had to cut more than 25 players, but 16 of those players could come back to the team's practice squad simultaneously with the roster reduction today down to 53 clubs that had players on the PUP list or the non-football injury or illness list. They had to be placed on either the reserve pup list or the reserve non-football injury or illness list. So with that said, the Colts are not opting to put linebacker Shaquille Leonard on the reserve pup list. That means he's not guaranteed to miss the first four games of the season. He spent most of the offseason, of course, recovering and rehabbing from offseason back surgery to relieve the pressure of two discs in his spine, putting on a couple of nerves, leading to issues in his left calf and ankle. Frank Reich has said that he'd like Leonard to get back on the practice field as soon as possible, and players on the reserve pup list could not practice until the uh, first four weeks have passed. So again, this move doesn't mean he'll be ready for week one in Houston, just means the Colts are confident he'll be back before the first month of the season is over. Players cut by the Colts today, by the way, will be exposed to waiver claims by other teams around the NFL. If they clear waivers, the Colts can bring those guys back on the practice squad, which will be assembled tomorrow, Wednesday. NFL teams can now have a total of 16 players on their practice squads. That's a mix of young players and veterans. Uh, But with that, here is the Colts roster starting on offense. Let's go quarterback first. The Colts are keeping Matt Ryan. Nick Foles will be the backup. And the Colts did, in fact, keep Sam Ellinger on the active roster. So at the moment, the Colts are keeping three quarterbacks. And Ellinger had a fantastic preseason 24 out of 29 passing, 289, four passing touchdowns, a rating of 147.8. He had six carries for 71 yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Obviously, the Colts did not seem ready to expose him to waivers and want to see him continue and grow under their watch. At running back, the Colts are keeping three players there, Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, and second-year running back Deion Jackson. The Colts today did release veteran running back Phillip Lindsay, not a big special teams contributor, so instead of having four running backs on the roster and one inactive on game day, theoretically, the Colts are rolling with just three running backs. I think this speaks to the Colts' confidence in Jonathan Taylor, not only as him as a player, but confidence in his ability to stay healthy and take care of himself and be available all season long. Taylor's averaged nearly 300 carries per season dating back to 2017 in college, and he stayed healthy the entire time throughout. At wide receiver, the Colts are keeping six players on the initial roster. There you've got Michael Pittman Jr., Paris Campbell, Alec Pierce, Ashton Doolin, Mike Strawn, and Desmond Patman. We know about Pittman coming off a 1,000-yard season. Uh, we know about uh, Paris Campbell. Alec Pierce obviously drafted in the, the uh, second round out of Cincinnati. For Strawn, it's the second year in a row that he makes the initial 53-man roster. He missed most of camp rehabbing a torn meniscus suffered during the offseason workout program. And then for Patman, he makes the team after being the leading receiver for the Colts in the 
the preseason. He had 171 yards and a touchdown in the month of August. The Colts did wave shorter and shiftier receivers in Kiki QT and DeMichael Harris. We'll see if those guys clear waivers and are brought back to the Colts practice squad. QT especially might have some value on special teams as a punt returner if the Colts don't want to expose Naeem Hines that role this entire season. In the preseason finale, QT averaged 10 yards on uh, seven returns against the Bucks with a long of 17. At tight end, no real surprises there. Mo Cox makes the team after signing an extension in the offseason. Second-year player Kylan Granson is back. Jelani Woods makes the squad the third-round pick out of Virginia. Earlier in camp, the Colts may have been in line to keep Drew Ogletree a sixth-round pick out of Youngstown State, and he was having just a fantastic camp, but he tore his ACL in joint practices with the Lions a couple of weeks ago leading into that second preseason game. So for now, it's just three tight ends here on the active roster. Along the offensive line, the Colts are keeping three tackles, Matt Pryor, Braden Smith, and rookie Bernard Ryman. The Colts today did cut veteran tackle Dennis Kelly, who dealt with a knee injury for most of training camp, uh, so he will not make the active roster. Pryor projects as the team's starting left tackle where he took virtually all of the first-team reps in training camp. Ryman will be primarily the backup tackle as he showed a lot of improvement throughout camp as a rookie. At guard, the Colts are keeping three players there, Quentin Nelson, uh, Danny Penter, and Will Fries. Nelson will obviously start at left guard. Penter takes over the starting right guard job, and second-year player Will Fries has the versatility to play both spots in the interior. At center, the Colts are keeping two players there, starter Ryan Kelly and rookie center Wesley French out of Western Michigan. The backup to Kelly is Danny Pinter, who actually started a few games for Kelly the last couple of years and actually played center last Saturday against the Bucks while Kelly was out with COVID. Fry started at right guard for Pinter, uh, for Pinter last Saturday, but expect to see Ryan Kelly back with the team this week after a stint on the COVID list. And then French gives you some more uh, interior depth at either guard or center. So to recap on offense, the Colts have three quarterbacks, three running backs, three tight ends, six wide receivers, and eight offensive linemen. Remember, that's the initial roster. Things can change. They will change before the regular season coming up on September 11th. When we come back, we'll dive into the Colts' initial roster on defense and on special teams. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to the Colts' daily update here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Welcome back to the Colts Daily Update. A look at the Colts with the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Welcome back here on the Colts Daily Update. I'm Matt Taylor breaking down the 53-man roster, which was set today. Again, the players that were cut today by the Colts are being exposed to waivers as we speak. The Colts, like every other team, will set their practice squads tomorrow. That consists of 16 players, and the criteria there is teams are allowed to have up to 10 players with two or fewer accrued seasons and up to six players with unlimited accrued seasons. We talked about the players kept on offense in segment one. Let's dive into defense and special teams to close out. At defensive tackle, the Colts are keeping four players, Grover Stewart, all-pro DeForest Buckner, rookie Eric Johnson out of Missouri State, and Byron Coward. The Colts had a really tough decision there, really deep position in terms of bodies. Part of the cuts include Chris Williams, who played eight games for the Colts last year. Uh, the Colts did release R.J. McIntosh, who was running with the first-team defense some in camp, and they also cut sixth-round pick Curtis Brooks out of Cincinnati. Also, what makes the defensive tackle selection tough is what the Colts have at defensive end and some of the versatility with some of the players that they have. Taekwon Lewis and Dio Adangbo 
both made the team, and they've got position flexibility to play defensive end and defensive tackle in certain situations. Elsewhere at defensive end, the Colts have Unique Ngakwe, who came over in a trade this offseason with the Raiders. Quiddy Pay is back, heading into year number two out of Michigan. Ben Banigou makes the team heading into a contract year, and that's big for him. He, he's been inactive for 15 games the last couple of seasons. He's got a lot of speed, has the ability to play on special teams, and has a renewed energy, if you will, in a new scheme and a new defensive coaching staff. The Colts are also keeping Afadi Adeniabo going into his fifth season, and he was signed in June, so he makes the roster at defensive end. At linebacker, the Colts made a trade today with the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they picked up linebacker Grant Stewart and a seventh-round pick for the upcoming draft in a trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in exchange for the Colts' sixth-round pick next April. Stewart actually played on Saturday against the Colts at Lucas Oil Stadium in the preseason finale. Last year, he played in 17 games as a rookie out of Houston, primarily used on special teams. He played over 300 special team snaps last year and did have 11 special teams tackles. Uh, in fact, this is the second roster uh, cut-down trade in a row for the Colts. Last year, they traded for Matt Pryor, who's going to be their starting left tackle, and a seventh-round pick in exchange for a 2022 sixth-round pick from the Eagles this time a year ago. The Colts are also keeping Shaq Leonard on the active roster, despite the fact that he hasn't practiced with the team to this point. We talked about that in segment one. The Colts are not putting him on PUP, which would mean he would have missed the first four games of the season. And the relatively good health of the team allows the Colts the luxury to make that move. Elsewhere, the Colts are keeping Zaire Franklin, EJ Speed, and Bobby O'Karake at linebacker. No surprises there. The Colts are also keeping undrafted rookie free agent Joe Joe Doman. He's a rookie out of Nebraska, played on the team's top special teams at the end of camp. Notable cuts here include Sterling Weatherford from nearby Cicero, Indiana, who was the team's leading tackler in the preseason. The Colts also waived James Skalski, Forrest Ryan, two undrafted rookie free agents as well. And the Colts, will uh, they'll see if they can get those guys back on the practice squad tomorrow. Also, Brandon King released today by the Colts. He had been dealing with a hamstring injury, and perhaps Stewart takes over his contributions on special teams. At cornerback, the Colts are keeping six players here, including Stephon Gilmore, Kenny Moore the second, Brandon Faison, Isaiah Rogers, and Tony Brown, and rookie Dallas Flowers. Gilmore and Moore, of course, pro bowlers at the corner position. Brandon Faison appears to have won the third corner job. Brown makes the team because of his versatility to play outside and in nickel packages. Also showed some good play on special teams in the preseason. Dallas Flowers on the squad. He had a pick in the preseason, showed out on special teams as well. A notable cut here, Anthony Chesley, who played in nine games with the Colts last season. He does not make the initial 53-man roster, and we'll see if he makes it back to the practice squad later on this week. At safety, the Colts are keeping five players. Nick Cross, Julian Blackman, Rodney McLeod, and rookies Rodney Thomas and Trevor Denbo. Cross had been a standout during camp. He looks destined for that starting uh, job at safety as a rookie. McLeod is going to be on the team, provides quality depth, and then Thomas should be able to contend on special teams as well. The Colts do have a roster exemption for international player Marcel Dabo, who will not count against the 53-man limit. Also, veteran Armani Watts was injured on Saturday against Tampa. He's lost for the season with that injury. Um, he banged up his ankle on the uh, opening kickoff of the game against the 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That certainly opened up a spot for Denbo out of SMU, who played a key role on special teams. So to recap on defense, the Colts are keeping four defensive tackles, six defensive ends, six linebackers, six corners, and five safeties. That leaves three spots left on special teams for the specialists, of course, kicker Rodrigo Blankenship, punter Matt Hawk, and long snapper Luke Rhodes. Blankenship beat out Jake Verity. He's likely the team's place kicker on opening day for the third straight year. He'll also handle kickoff duties with the injury to Rigoberto Sanchez in practice last week. Matt Hawk will be the team's punter, released by Buffalo last week and then signed on Friday by the Colts with the injury to Sanchez, again lost for the season with his Achilles injury. And then for the seventh straight season, Luke Rhodes will be the team's long snapper, and he was second-team All-Pro last year at his position. So that's a quick look at the Colts' 53-man roster. Again, it's fluid. Waiver claims will come. Practice squads get set tomorrow. Some of the uh, uh, faces that you got familiar with during the preseason, those guys will be back on the practice squad. And then more movement by the Colts and every team uh, before the start of the regular season next weekend. For more breakdown on the Colts roster, head to Colts.com. We've also got our official Colts podcast up, breaking down the roster in detail. We'll also have a chat in that podcast with ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky. Tomorrow we'll get Rick Venturi's thoughts on the Colts roster heading into the season. We'll do that on Inside Football, which is going to appear on the Colts audio network, Colts.com and the Colts mobile app. And we'll do this again tomorrow right here on the Daily Update, talking Colts at 6 o'clock. You're on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Instant replay is coming up next. I'm Matt Taylor, and thanks for listening to the Colts Daily Update.